Josh Bertaccini joining us, the voice of that part of the country. I've been waiting a long time for this. The moment you've been waiting for. JB, maybe you can do commentary live. And the show that everyone's been talking about. Not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. It's time for the real NWA JP. At least I work the place that you can find when you're looking for it. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at the real NWA JP. Okay, all right, it's all about the little things. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at therealnwajp.com. You were man on fire last night on the post game. You've started your day in the right way. Let's talk sports. This is primetime television here, folks. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. my friends this ain't gonna be pretty it was uh it was not pretty last night either how about we start the show right there and thanks for putting us on for a bit as you hang out bluetooth it up so many options for you out there in the mass media landscape you're finding the new show you're getting used to it we're just about what six and a half going on seven months in it, it takes some time but you guys are finding it, and you're a part of it, and thanks for being here. A lot to talk about today. Follow, listen, watch, subscribe at The Real NWAJB, Team B Media, Bunker Studio here in Fayetteville, Arkansas, USA, baby. And uh, just a couple miles in that direction, away from that train wreck of a basketball performance last night. Arkansas loses to Vanderbilt, y'all. Arkansas loses to Vanderbilt, y'all. Let me say it again, just so I believe it. Turn the headphones up, please, just a little bit louder so I can really hear it in my ear. There you go. Arkansas loses to Vanderbilt, y'all. WTF. How in the world did that happen? And that's a wrap for the 2023-24 Arkansas Razorback basketball team. I wish I had a better story to, to spin for you, better yarn to, to thread an alternative narrative, but I do not. That happened last night. An absolutely atrocious, inexcusable loss for the Arkansas Razorbacks against the Vanderbilt Commodore team. That is, it's Vanderbilt, y'all. It's Vanderbilt. They stank. And they beat you in your house when you still had conceivably everything to play for. Well, maybe not so much. It's not the effort we saw out of this Razorback basketball team. You scored the first seven points of the game for the couple of thousand people who actually made the effort to go to this one. And, I mean, you could barely give tickets away. We had to work it hard all day long to find people who wanted to go. I mean, it tells you how disinterested the fan base is when in Fayetteville, Arkansas, in the capital of Razorback land, you had that much disinterest for a game that Arkansas had to have last night. Maybe the fans didn't get the memo. Clearly the players did not. And a team that's been seemingly broken all season. I mean, just when I was starting to buy into, maybe they found something. Maybe they're connecting the dots, the pieces 
perhaps this team can still find a way out of this, you know, terrible circumstance. No, they go back to being their worst selves for most of the game last night. And by the time they try to scramble rally at the end, it's just too late. You fall to five and 10 in the SEC. Vanderbilt gets its first road win. Oh, I'm nauseous saying this out loud. First road win for Vanderbilt in the SEC this year. You can't make it up, folks. You can't make it up. Vandy improves to eight and 20 on the year. Came into the game with like a 25% win percentage against everyone they played and won the game. Arkansas 14 and 14 now, five and 10 on the year. Caliph battle has emerged just when really the rest of the team is, has kind of gone into the deep end of the pool. Tremont Mark has just not been able to find a shooting groove here lately. Three for 11 last night. He still made all eight of his free throws, but I mean, outside of battle and Mark, what the heck was that out of Makai Mitchell last night? 18 minutes. He doesn't score 18 minutes. No points. 0 for three from the floor, five rebounds. Out of Makai Mitchell, who has been, I mean, your best player for a month. You can't count on that now either. Why is Chandler Lawson even playing ever? Guy still starts nine minutes. He does nothing. If it's not an easy gimme dunker layup, he does nothing. Looks out there to rebound, man. He's got like a seven foot eight wingspan. Zero rebounds for Chandler Lawson and his pterodactyl like wingspan last night. Zero rebounds. How much does that help you? And now you've turned back to L. Ellis. Eric Musselman and his coaching staff have turned to L. Ellis, who they benched for six weeks in the middle of the year. Like, you know, he wasn't in the rotation. They've never had a feel. This coaching staff, Eric Musselman and his crew, for whatever reason, and I know they miscalculated the transfer portal. That much is obvious. I mean, they'll tell you that. But I don't understand why, why they still seem... Like they're trying to figure the rotation out as we get ready for March. And I'm not talking about the madness right now because this team will not be participating in that. I'm talking about the month of March. Y'all, it's February 28th. It's a leap year, apparently. So one more day of February manana. But this month is over. And they still haven't figured out their rotations. Aleph Battle played 39 minutes, scored 36 points, 9 of 17, still really efficient. Hit four threes, most of them at the end when Arkansas was trying to come back from a 16-point deficit. You were down 16 points to Vanderbilt with six minutes left. Not like you frittered away a small lead late or, you know, wasted a good effort in the closing moments. No, this was you scrambling back from down 16 to almost tie the game. Now, almost gets you nothing unless you're playing horseshoes or, I don't know, playing some top golf or something. You can get it in the hole there and get some points for it. I'm pretty good at that. Getting the ball in the wrong hole for a couple points there when you play top golf. Give me five, six points. I'll take it. I'm not hitting it off the back fence like some of y'all. Anyway, that's enough of that. Back to this team. They can't throw in the ocean. Speaking of can't throw in the hole. I mean, a shooting percentage again. It's just woeful last night. 23 of 57, 40%. They can't shoot straight. They can't shoot straight. You let Vandy make 51% of its shots. Why is Arkansas shooting 33s? Remember that stretch about a month ago where they really seemed to limit their their long 
terribly timed shooting attempts. I mean, this team for a while there was just taking bad shots left and right. And then must seem to have fixed that. Like they weren't settling anymore. Well, last night was back to stop and jack from pretty much everywhere. You shoot 33s. You make 10 of them, which is okay. It's just way too many threes to shoot. And, and, and you let Vanderbilt just bludgeon you on the inside. Vandy 44 to 26 on paint points. Just unbelievable. So yeah, 36 for battle. Who's playing out of his mind right now. 19 for Ellis who had a really nice game, but where has that been? Most of the years, uh, 15 for Mark, nobody else in double figures for Arkansas. I thought tribe in Brazil had a nice cameo there. Guest appearance for you in 16 minutes. His first kind of functional performance in, I don't know how long he's barely back from injury. This guy was supposed to be one of the best players in the league this year. I mean, it's been a lost year for Trevin Brazil. I'm not sure what the future holds for him, but it's hard to it's hard to even imagine right now that he would go pro. Would he even get drafted? Probably not. I mean, the upside's so good. You're going to waste $10 million on that guy right now? I don't know. Upside only takes you so far. It's like talking about Chandler Lawson's wingspan. Enough of that. I don't... So what? Some people are, are freakishly long or tall. Doesn't mean they're good basketball players. Seven points, six boards for Brazil. And you just get worked by Vandy's trio of Ezra Mannion, Tyron Lawrence, and what's it, Von Allen Lubin? That trio, each guy playing over 35 minutes, 22 points, 21, and 19 points respectively. And Lubin had a double-double with 19 and 12. You know, the three guys just absolutely torch you. Uh, let's see, official crowd numbers. Kremlin announces a sellout at 19,200. That is absolutely untrue. There's There was not even close to that in attendance last night. You want to give me 2,500 and some fans exiting there as the team disintegrated start of the second half? Maybe, but one more than a few thousand there. And th- Look, this team's been a tough sell this year. Tough sell for the fans, certainly for you know the boosters, and I think for Eric Musselman too. Question of the day today. As we work our way into the conversation, I mean, I'm already looking forward to next year because that's a wrap on this year, y'all. You are done. Any of that hype or hope or belief that maybe this thing would still turn around and you'd see Arkansas play its way into the NCAA tournament, it's gone. Gone like Donkey Kong in the bonus round, right? Up and off the board, up the ladders, off the screen. Give them bonus for it, but this year is over And I'm not giving the Donkey Kong bonus to this team. In fact, point deductions for grossness against Vanderbilt. Question of the day today. What does Eric Musselman need? I know I'm going to get the don't talk abouts today, but that's fine. What does Eric Musselman need to get back on track with hog hoops next year? What does he need? I mean, I'm watching this disaster of a performance yesterday. I'm trying to rectify my brain how it's gotten to this place so quickly. Such a bad place to be. Can you even get it back again? Or are you just chasing, you know, phantoms from your past right now? I don't know. Question of the day. What does must need to get it back on track with Hawk Hoops next year? Give you some options on the board. Better players is a good one. Better players is a good one to have on the board. Better staff. Ooh, see, that's now we're getting into the nuance here. This coaching staff is not what it used to be. And I'm not saying you don't have some some decent uh, pieces, but you've obviously lost some guys. 
you've had some juggling. I mean, you lost Crutchfeld, you lost Williams. Those guys maybe not as deep on the staff, certainly as a Gus Arginal or a Clay Mosier. But Musk does not have the same staff around him that he had around him the last few years when Arkansas made three consecutive trips to the Sweet 16. He doesn't have the same voices in the locker room, you know, coming from those guys. And he definitely doesn't have the same kind of feedback mechanisms that he had before. And I know people say, oh, you can always pick up the phone. I'm only a phone call away. Yeah, it's not the same thing. When you're not there and living in the moment and fighting through the battles each and every day with folks, it's not the same. Oh, but, you know, they watch our game. Nope. Clay Mosier saying he's doing a little consulting for Musk. You're not on the staff anymore. You're not on the team. And it's hurting Eric Musselman because clearly the staff is not game, you know, prepping and situationally managing the way it has in the past. I mean, they couldn't handle Vandy's zone last night to save their lives. And what Stackhouse is really doing, we'll hear from Stack in a bit. We'll hear from us too. Josh Bertaccini with the Team B Media diving straight in to a disastrous loss. There's really no other way to put it. For Razorback Hoops to Vanderbilt last night, just color me stunned, folks. I didn't, I didn't see this one coming. Absolutely not. But this season hasn't made any sense. Really, at any point, this has been one of the most perplexing basketball seasons that I've ever covered or witnessed or been a part of. I mean, seriously. How do you explain this team? And the wins over Purdue and Duke Two top 10 teams in the first four weeks. The calendar flipped to December. You had two top 10 wins in your back pocket. If you had told me right then that this team, you know, on December 1st, wouldn't even be sniffing a chance at the tournament come March, I wouldn't have believed you. But now you get to March here in what a day or two. And your only path, literally, there is no other conversation to have anymore. Your only path forward right now is to, to make the NCAA tournament is to win the SEC tournament. And who in their right mind thinks this Razorback team is going to win the SEC tournament? You like this team against Tennessee? No. What about Auburn? No. Do you like them to beat Alabama? No. Kentucky? Mm-mm. Who do you like them to beat right now? Vanderbilt? Nope. But again, situational. This can't just be on other people. Question of the day, what does Musk need to get back on track next year? Better players? Better staff? How about NIL money? Interesting option on the board there, too. And then there's the other category, right? Like, maybe we're missing the boat on this one. It's something else entirely. If it is, I'd love to hear from you. Instead of just clicking, like some people do, on a random category because it hurts your feelings less, Give me something. Spell it out for me. Put it in, put it in, you know, words in writing. I'd love to hear what it is if it's not player staff or money. I mean, I'm not saying it can't be something else. It can, but I'm not sure exactly what it is. Uh situationally unprepared last night. Couldn't handle a one-three-one extended zone. Obviously not prepared to to fight against a two-three. And then you saw Vandy sprinkling some man to man. I really thought Jerry Stackhouse worked Eric Musselman last night. He came in with a team with a chip on its shoulder, came in with a little bit of a game plan. Vanderbilt's won three straight games against Arkansas now in basketball. It's gross. I know, but it's the truth. And yes, Stack took Musk to the, to the woodshed. I also thought at the end of the game, even though Arkansas had pushed back with the four guard lineup, you still got to be managing your rotation. You got to have forwards in there for rebounding. How in the world? In a three-point game with 15 seconds left, you give up 
an offensive rebound and put back and one and don't defend and box out on the defensive glass. I don't know, but that should have been Arkansas getting the ball down the floor with a chance to tie the game. And instead you give up an and one put back. And I have no idea why must took Brazil out of the game right there. He was playing so well. You have to have a rebounder down low. Instead, he chose to ride with Davis and Mark and Ellis and, they look just miniature out there in vain. I mean, look, this has been a problem for Arkansas for several years now. Is the front court not quite being there? Well, if you literally take your bigs out of the game like Musk did there, then, then you don't have a chance. Hogs lose to Vanderbilt 85-82. Just a stunner for all the wrong reasons as we rev it up for you today. So good to have you on board, even after a loss like that, because you know what it means? We're going to figure it out. We're going to try to make some sense of it. And then we have to go about our days, right? Synthesize what happened, process it. It's a big part of the culture for us in our lives, certainly here in the SEC and in this great country of ours. But uh, it doesn't mean you got to linger there all day. So we'll try to make some sense of it as best we can. Talking question of the day, looking ahead to next year already. What has to change? What has to be better for this team to be better next year and we'll get back into that conversation a little bit more after the break sound from Eric Musselman who man wait till you hear this uh, obviously some some emotional stuff out of him but we'll play some must sound we got stack in a bit and of course your thoughts as well as we break it down Josh Bertuccini with you Team B Media streaming it live Podbean check out the chat it's a ton of fun it's like radio 2.0 next level I enjoy it I think you'll like it too so check that out uh, TheRealNWAJB.com, or if you're in and out and you want to catch it later on on your own time, Apple, Spotify, Google, and more. Quick break. JB with you. We're coming right back. Thanks for being here, folks. A to Z Golf Cars has moved, but it still has the same awesome customer service and phenomenal inventory you won't find anywhere else. Northwest Arkansas's go-to golf car spot for over 20 years. Neighborhood cars, cruisers, horse cars, first to the ball or last to the ball, roll up in style with A to Z. Repair work with quick turnarounds, too. Now located at 483 North Highway 62 in Rogers, two miles north of the city airport. Call 479-273-9229. Need to lose 100 pounds this year? Don't restrict your diet. Forget joining a gym. Instead, lose the weight of that cheating spouse of yours. At Mock Legal Solutions, there is no hourly billing. You pay one flat fee for your divorce. Call today, 479-769-1505. And let's be honest, it's closer to 200 pounds, right? Mock Legal Solutions. Real advice, reasonable price. Shogun of Fayetteville for a special experience every time. Best Japanese cuisine around, they have it all. The sushi is top notch, but everyone's talking about their hibachi grill. The chefs are incredible. It's delicious and entertaining at the same time. For recruiting, celebrations, or just a good old date night, Shogun of Fayetteville has never let me down. With the scenic view of Fayetteville from the hill by the mall, full menu online, shogunfayetteville.com. 
Hey guys, you've been feeling a little bit lower energy of late. The motivation's down. Well, it's time to take control of it here in 2024. Bioidentical hormone replacement is state-of-the-art, and Dr. Mark Olson is the only one around focusing on BHRT and his treatments. If you want to feel better, this is the year, and Olson Clinic is the place to get it done with Dr. Mark Olson, now located at 5501 Willow Creek Drive in Springdale. That's right off exit 69 off I-49, online, olsonclinic.com. Builders Direct Lighting offers quality lighting products and solutions for all of your project needs. We buy directly from the manufacturer with no middleman in sight, passing the savings on to you, the customer. From a small office space to a large warehouse, indoor or outdoor, we do it all. Yes, we can even light your pickleball court. For more info, visit buildersdirectlighting.com or call 479-256-0461. I'd appreciate every last one of you hanging out with us this morning. So many tremendous folks who make this show possible for you each and every day. We would not be here without them. Yesterday I had the chance to hang out. We're trying to get around and make the rounds here and check in on some of our different sponsors and some of the newbie businesses we got going on, kind of like Team B Media, right? And uh, had the chance to get out to A to Z's new spot last week for a couple hours. That was awesome. Man, they have some incredible golf cars for you right there in the uh, the North End of Rogers. And then yesterday, getting the chance to go and hang out for a little bit at Blue Kangaroo Packhouse. And you hear my guy Matt Chambers on the spots there. That's an awesome franchise. And they've got a new location here in Fayetteville. So any restoration needs you may have on the home front, if any weather hits you or you have a leak or something goes down, we've had all that stuff go on in our house here over the last 10 years. But if something like that happens and you need somebody to look out for your stuff, get it fixed up, and certainly take care of it as you reorganize and reset yourself. They are clutch, and they have some awesome equipment that they're working with there. So Blue Kangaroo Packouts definitely has to be in that mindset of yours uh, when it comes to any of your restoration needs. All right? Um, Man, talk about restoration. This has not been a restorative kind of year for Arkansas Razorback basketball. It's been disheartening. It's been difficult. Hogs lose to Vanderbilt yesterday by three. We'll, we'll get to Eric Musselman's sound here in just a moment. But uh, clearly, for a lot of different reasons, it's not happening for Arkansas this year. Your bigs did not play well last night. You couldn't handle the, the zone whatsoever. Uh, felt like energy and effort lacking after a 20-10 to 10 start. You got outscored for a stretch there, 50-30. to 30. I mean, it's just, uh, it, you can't have that. You cannot have that. And at home in a game like that with everything on the line, how about 56 to 31 outscored there from when you trailed 20 to 10 to when you were down by 16 points? It's just unbelievable. Um, all right, here we go. I promised it for you, Eric Musselman, and it wasn't too long yesterday, but obviously emotional. And uh, let's hear a little bit of what the head hog had to say as we continue here on the show. Again, this is Mus right after. An 85-82 win for Vandy. As we continue here on the program, and good to have you here on the show. A lot going on. Obviously, a uh, a disheartening performance for the Arkansas Razorbacks in more ways than one yesterday. But 
all you can do is keep on with the keep on. Right? And so um, do we have it queued up? We do. As promised. Here's Eric Musselman. From, from down 16 there, but, but still fell short. I guess just your overall thoughts on the, on the game there. Yeah, disappointed in our defense for sure. Um, in both halves. Thought the game got away from us kind of in the middle section. Um, you know, we, we did play hard down down 15 or 16, whatever it was, and gave ourselves an opportunity to try to put the game into overtime. Um, you know, but but 50 points given up, even though we scored 51, um, defended and fouled um, too much. And, uh, you know, give Vanderbilt credit. Uh, they played extremely hard for 40 minutes. Eric, you guys got off to a pretty good start. Hit 7 to 10, up by 10. Then it was a 1 for 17 stretch down the halfway. Their zone seemed to give you a lot of issues. What do you think happened during that 1 for 17 stretch? Yeah, we just we, we weren't drawing free throws, um, you know, even though we went to the line uh, 31 times tonight. And, uh, I mean, you saw the shooting percentage from three against a zone. You've got to be able to make some open open threes, and we didn't we didn't do that. Do you think y'all might have settled too much? Maybe you didn't look for Makai enough, or do you think the shots were there? They just didn't fall. Yeah, I, I mean, both, you know, we got to, you know, our bread and butter still, we've been pretty good against teams that, that have played zone. Tonight, shots didn't fall, and uh, they kept the lane pretty compact and uh, tried to force us to, to beat them from over the top. Bad as things were, like, like KB was just saying, you guys are one possession away. So, how frustrating is that when you fight back and can't quite, you know, finish it off to come back? Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we lost a close game that we had, you know, the ball to, with the opportunity to potentially put it into overtime, but we didn't make that. And we put ourselves in that position because of our lack of, of, of defense, uh, you know, for, for, in my opinion, most of the game. Eric, I think on the pregame show, you mentioned, you know, number zero, number two, and number five is kind of the, the trio for Vandy. And how disappointing is it that all three of them kind of went off and had, you know, almost 20 points apiece? Doesn't happen much with our, you know, the way that we prep and, and uh, tonight it did. So as I've said, I'm, you know, disappointed in our defense. Uh, Coach, the uh, Man John's run, I guess, late first half. And then I think he had a couple buckets early second half. Just how important was, was that stretch? For yeah, I mean, he's a really good player. He's got good quickness. He's got a great pull-up game. He understands who, is, who he is as a player. Doesn't force the issue. Um, really experienced. I thought he had a heck, heck of a game. Eric, it's 22... 22.9 seconds left. You're down three. Lawrence misses two free throws, which is exactly what you need. And then Lubin gets the the rebound, a three point play. How about how, how much of a killer was that? And how frustrating is that? When yeah, we just got to come up with a with a rebound, you know. And we didn't. Um, you know, Lubin kind of snuck in between JD and L. And um, I mean, we just watched it. I don't know if there was any contact once he got the ball because um, I watched it before I came in here. Um, it got called and and uh, turned into a three-point play. So, you know, KB, I thought, for such a tough loss, was pretty positive, you know, as, he, as much as you could be said, hey, we're going to sit together, we got games left, we got the tournament. Just just how do you feel moving forward? Yeah, I mean, we we got to get ready for uh, Kentucky and, and then and then LSU and, and then Bama, you know, and whoever else we play, if we have more than that, I don't know, but we got to get ready for each and every game. Um, Back to the drawing board, and we'll start working on Kentucky tonight. I mean, look, it's uh, it, it's Eric Musselman devastated, I think. Emotionally, you see the color drained out of his face. This guy's been working it. He's been doing everything he can to get this team back to a, a respectable place, a place that 
you know, he felt more comfortable with. He was talking it up here of late, really thought the team had turned a corner. I thought having watched them of late, it looked like they had done the same thing, but apparently not. Apparently not. And uh, like he said there, back to the drawing board, unfortunately, in a lot of different ways. Uh, so that's what you have is um, is Arkansas trying to make sense of a, a three-point loss. Eric Musselman kind of out of explanations. Caleb Battle at the podium last night. I had the chance to grab a little bit of that. He's been on fire, 42 points and 36 points in back-to-back games, but hadn't resulted in much, certainly from a positive standpoint here in terms of victories. Here's a little KB for you. I'm more juice and uh, I don't know. We got to we got to we got to rally together and it's, we still got the conference tournament. Um, we still got games ahead of us, so we just got to you know be ready to play for this next uh, next couple this 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 next stretch. You know, had been playing so well. I mean, just what was kind of the the message in the locker room at halftime when y'all were down and and just kind of what's the the mood like now in the, in the locker room afterwards? It sucks, but you know we got to stay positive. You know, um, you know we still got basketball left. Uh, still got the conference tournament, so um, the work doesn't stop. We just got to keep on uh, keep on pushing. Um, this one's tough, but uh, there's so many things everybody could have done better. Um, especially including my, including myself. Uh, I know I could have, I could have, I could have done way more. And uh, that's the worst part about it is that you, you, you can never get the time back. Uh, that's already gone. So it's, now we just gotta focus on the next task, and that's hard. But basketball. So. Hey, KB, I guess just the season as a whole, you know, Vandy's offense hadn't been that great. Which is what, what kind of defensive breakdowns? Did you see on on you guys' end? Um, I think they made some big shots, made some big plays, got to the foul line a lot. Um, they they made some big plays, and uh, you know we just fell a little short. You you mentioned needing to play with more juice. I'm just curious, what can you put your finger on why you think that might be inconsistent for the team this year? Not sure. I wish I knew. We would. It would be this, you know, things would be a little different. But you know, we still got to be positive, and you know, we still got some basketball left. So, yeah, at the end of the half, you got you you guys jumped out to ten point late. Things were looking pretty good. And then y'all had like a one for seventeen stretch on shots. What do you? Th- the, the zone seemed to give you a lot of issues. What do you think? How hard is that to believe one for seventeen? And then, what do you think the issues were with that stretch at the, end of the last about twelve minutes of the half? Yeah, one for seventeen is tough. I think that's the game right there. Um, I mean, that's tough. Um, that's basketball. Basketball is a game of runs. Um, but, uh, you know, we just got to watch the film and, and get better from it. All right, there you go. Caleb Battle. I thought kind of courageous, actually, at the podium. After a 36-point effort, three steals, you can't say anything about KB. I know he kind of takes it on himself and says, I could have done so much better. It starts with me. But you look at the performance that he had, and he was awesome again last night. And it appears to be right now – one of the only guys on the team who is still bringing it, who is still flat out bringing it, but obviously a disaster of a loss as Arkansas falls short, 85 to 82. Eric Musselman out of answers. Caliph Battle kind of owning it a little bit more even at the podium. This is a tough day for the Hoops team. Baseball rolls grambling 21 to 1. Nobody cares.
I mean, let's let's get a hold of ourselves. Um, Murray State and McNeese State the next two weekends. The Hawks should win all 12 of these games at home. You're playing UCA, Oral Roberts. This gives you a chance to win 13, 14 straight games and hype yourself up going into SEC play. You should not lose to any of these teams. What else? Basketball next against Kentucky on Saturday. I can't even really go there anymore right now. What NBA? We talk about the Knicks getting away with that play two nights. Good. Did you see the end of the Cavs game last night? Max Struess. Wow. From 70 feet for the winner at the buzzer. Mm. If only Tremont Mark shot had gone in there at the buzzer as well. Charlie's calling from Springdale. My man. With the thought. What's up, Charles? How are you? I'm doing well. It's a oops, yeah. It's cold today. It was, you know, what, upper 70s, 80 the last couple of days. And today it's uh, yeah, it's in the 30s. Wow. That's what the Vanderbilt game felt like to me last night. Give me a thought on what you saw, Charlie. Look, if I had been in the room at that point, I, I probably would have asked that. But I can't really, you know, if I'm not in that room, it's hard for me to criticize the guys in there. I would, back to your point. Absolutely, you have to ask about that. And I know he gets dismissive. We have to get a rebound. But if you notice, I mean, he didn't even remember who he was talking about. A rebound fell between J.D. and L. Ellis. J.D. Note's not on the team anymore, Charlie. He's not on the team. I mean, I, I think Musk was a little bit overwhelmed by the moment is what he was. Unless he's talking about Jeremiah Davenport. All right, maybe he's talking about him. But why is Davenport even in the game over Trevin Brazil? I don't know. The rotations make no sense. Musk seems like he has no confidence in their ability to play situational basketball. Charlie, how do they look so perplexed against a zone, a 2-3 zone? I mean, high school teams. I remember we used to play zones all the time. You should be comfortable against a zone, not uncomfortable. This is the least situationally prepared team that he has had by far so far in Arkansas. Move the ball around, get it to the open shooter, and crash the glass. It's not very complicated, and yet, I mean, they were struggling to stand in the right spots yesterday. He's ready for the season to be over, Charlie. Let me ask you the question of the day today. What does he need next year to fix this thing? What do you think? I I agree 100% with that take out of you right there. I do. Because, you know, you go to the Sweet 16, and thanks for the call, Charlie, and crushing it today. Give us a call again real soon. Always good to catch up with you. I mean, everything he said was on point. I was having that conversation yesterday with a friend of mine about you know, last year and how successful it was, whether or not it was as successful as you thought it would be. I mean, Sweet 16 is good. Everybody wants to talk about the end of the year. That's fine. But I'm with Charlie. I think regular season, you certainly underachieved a little bit. And this year, I mean, it's been a massive underachievement. Question of the day today, as we are, uh, what, about 40 minutes into this operation today already, dissecting a DOA performance by the Arkansas Razorbacks yesterday. You almost forget that they were up 20 to 10. But uh, trying to make some sense of it here on the show. What does Musk need to get this Hog Hoops team back on track next year? And we got some options for you up on the board. Better players, better staff, NIL money, or conceivably other something else. Again, if you're going to go with that one, give me a little something. All right. Give me a little something more than just voting for it. Uh, we need to hit a break. Pass due here. Good sound from us and KB. And we'll continue on that front. It's the real NWA. JB coming at you from the Bunker Studio. And we're right back. 
Herman's Rib House on College in Fayetteville. A tradition like no other around. When you're looking for the best steak, chicken, salmon, something for lunch or dinner, Herman's has your back. This year is their 60th anniversary and the food keeps getting better. Perfect time to stop by and check out their revamped menu, the Dustin Omelette, a personal favorite. Herman's in Fayetteville. Follow them on Instagram or Facebook for more info. Stop by and grab some grub today at Herman's, celebrating its 60th year in business in 2024. Hi, this is Tim Stanley, a longtime local business owner in Northwest Arkansas, and I'm super excited to be a part of JB's new adventure into the digital broadcasting arena, and I had to be a part of it. I also wanted to inform the listening audience that I bought Business World in Little Rock, so now we have more of a full state coverage, just like JB. It's important to be part of his future, or our future, or your future. Call me at Business World, a TDSID company, at 501-374-7000. Golden Corral of Fayetteville features a legendary endless buffet for breakfast, lunch, and dinner to feast the fam or to feast yourself. Enjoy over 150 menu items. Their all-you-can-eat steak is my favorite. Hand-cut USDA top sirloin. Their bakery game is strong, too. You name it, they got it, and they make it good. Golden Corral, a place with something for everyone at a good price. Conveniently located where college meets Maine in Fayetteville. See things in a better light with the folks at New Light Electric. Residential and commercial services. They do remodels and additions, electrical upgrades and repairs, LEDs, installation of hot tubs, vehicle charging stations, and more. If you're looking for the folks who have the best touch, these guys are the lighting experts. They literally do it all, and they can add some light to your life, too. New Light Electric. Like them on Facebook or call 479-220-2836. Hey folks, this is Matt Chambers with Blue Kangaroo Packouts. We know bad things happen and we're here to help, taking care of your contents and possessions when disaster strikes. Covering Northwest Arkansas, North Central Arkansas, and the River Valley, accidents and weather happen all the time. When it does, we have your back. Moving, cleaning, warehousing, cataloging, tracking inventory so you don't lose a single personal possession. More information is online at bluekangaroopackouts.com or give us a call at 479-879-9696. Everybody get up. Obviously, so many of y'all, nice to hang out with us here on the show. TV Media coming at you live in the mornings. Shortly after 7 a.m. Monday through Friday, and then we get to hang out on Saturdays, people's postgame shows. It's a commitment. It's a commitment. But one that we are proud to make with you every Saturday after Razorback football and then men's basketball and conference playing. Same goes for baseball. So even though we're down to the last couple weeks of basketball post games, mercifully, we've got baseball post games coming up around the corner of the people's post game shows on Saturdays. And I've had a couple of y'all, as we've talked about, they say, what about the late night games on Saturday? I don't know if we'll be staying up till midnight because I am a human being, but hey, we'll figure it out. Maybe that's like a, a an earlier Saturday kind of show, but Saturdays, our forte for you on the post-game coverage year-round. I think one of the coolest things about the new venture has been our ability to go unchained from the local broadcast where you're you're stuck waiting for an hour, hour and a half for the 
commercial inventory to clear before you can get on the air and do the post game. Nope, we don't have that problem. We are on there with you minutes after the game ends. And in some cases, kind of as the game is ending. So, so it's almost like we're watching the end of those games together and then making sense of it in real time. Because we are. Because we are. Um, items from the sports world last night. We mentioned the 60-65 footer. I don't know how long it was exactly, but that was a heave and a half. Have you not seen the Cavs win over the Mavs last night? Wow. I know we got a number of Mavs fans who listen to the show. You boys lose by two, despite another epic performance out of Luka Doncic, who's just so good. I mean, not the most efficient at times, but 45 points, 14 assists, nine boards. I mean, what does he not do? Just coming at you. Daniel Gafford. Working his way into the rotation. Only played seven minutes there. Four points and a couple of rebounds for him. But Struess from full court, 60 feet. He had two seconds to make it happen. I love the inbounds and then give it back to the inbounder. And um, man, if you love sports, how about the way they tackled him? Cleveland coming off the bench. That's a good Cavs team. Young, a lot of size. Donovan Mitchell. Playoffs just uh, six weeks away. What, five, six weeks away? I can't wait. So much more fun. Other scores last night. Celtics blast the Sixers, 117-99. to Thunder, our regional favorite NBA team because they're really good. 41-17. and They destroy Houston last night. Just rip them. Uh, Houston's not great, but Oklahoma City's really good. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, he just rolls out of bed. Kind of like Doncic, and the numbers skyrocket. 31 points, 8 boards, always efficient. You got Chad Holmgren coming into his own at the 4. Jalen Williams at the 3. Not our Jalen, though Jalen is on the bench. 5 points, 3 boards, and 2 assists. A little all-around performance out of J-Dub last night. And Isaiah Joe, of course, in the rotation for them as well. Scored a couple of points. I love the Razorback Connects. The Fort Smith Northside Connects. To the Oklahoma City Thunder. That team is a ton of fun. College basketball last night. Uh, other than the Arkansas train wreck, Kentucky beats Mississippi State in another crazy finish. A buzzer beater there. Reed Shepard hustles down the floor and forces and makes from about 17, 18 feet. That was a wild finish. Mississippi State blew, what was it, a 20-point lead? Something like that? Big lead. Maybe it was 15, but it was a big lead. And Kentucky comes storming back and beats them by two. Arkansas at Kentucky on Saturday, if you're still paying attention to that, then good for you. We're going to hang out. We're going to have some fun. Three o'clock Saturday, People's Post game. Last couple weeks left. SEC tournament around the corner. At this point, it's like, man, just hanging on for dear life. LSU beats Georgia by a point. 67-66. 67-66. Hogs will play one more game at Bud Walton Arena. We'll get the crew together. Maybe the students will actually show up to this next one because I didn't I didn't feel like they showed up in full effect last night. But uh, next Wednesday night, 6 o'clock, final game. LSU and Arkansas in the finale. There you go. Tonight we've got some more action. A lot more. Auburn at Tennessee is a juggernaut of a game tonight. 6 o'clock ESPN2. Auburn ranked number 11 in the country. Tennessee at four. They're both really good. There's no way Arkansas has beaten either one of those teams in an SEC tournament matchup. I'm sorry. Florida home for Missouri tonight. 
That game's at 5.30 on the SEC Network. South Carolina at A&M. I think Carolina's going to the NCAA tournament. A&M is not. 7.30. And then Alabama at Ole Miss, 8 o'clock in ESPN. Too. It's a good night of college basketball in the SEC. QSB, Virginia Tech last night. So the season is not over yet. We mentioned baseball earlier with a 21-1 smashing of Grambling yesterday. You get an inning out of Colin Fisher. Parker Coyle throws you a couple. Uh, Cooper Dossett, Kristen Fouch, my remembering of Gage Wood, and then Tate McGuire. I don't know who that is, but he came and got a little work at the end of the game. How about Hudson Polk going grand salami early? Hogs have played, what, three, four different catchers already? Kind of crazy. But good to see Edmondson get some run. Diggs knocking in a pair. Couple ribbies out of Hudson White playing in the DH role. And Jason Jones, six runs driven in. How about half a dozen ribbies for Jason Jones and two home runs? Arkansas 21 to 1, all over a terrible Grambling team who's now 1 and 7. Hogs improved to 6 and 2. You'd love to have had some more of those runs in Arlington, but alas, it is what it is. Question of the day today as we wrap a strong opening hour with lots of sound and Good calls, thoughts out of y'all, even after a disheartening loss for the Arkansas Razorbacks. It is come hell or high water, right? Our duty to be here with you, the people making sense of it. And our question of the day today, what needs to change? What needs to be better for Eric Musselman next year to get this thing back on track with Hawk Hoops? What does must need to get back on track? And we gave you some options too. Better players is going to be the easy cop-out answer today. Better staff. I think is a viable vote. NIL money, if you really want to kind of get into it there. Definitely a factor. If you're going to vote other, give me give me some rationale. Aaron writes in, show him the money. How about B-dubs, Mr. Small? Of course, a baller golfer like all Arkansans are. You're just born into that, aren't you, Brian? Says all of them, total rebuild with the exception of one or two staff and players. And then Blake, yes, you need an E option, Joshua, for all of the above. That's off the, the Twitter side of the conversation. Follow the show at the real NWAJB. Maddie writes in on Facebook. JB, stick with your core group of players. You found something, they were having fun. Now you're back to playing ones you think you feel you need to play because they're a fan favorite. You're right. I'm reading into that, Matt, but I, I think I feel it a little bit. Although I do think Brazil played well last night. Chase, talent's there, but they don't mesh well. We didn't read it right. Must put together a motley crew out of the portal. Good word choice, Chase. Motley. Like literally the rock band from the 80s, but used in a sentence, which is impressive. How about BT? When you see the success Gus Arginal is having at Santa Barbara, it lends some credence to your idea that his coaching staff might need some adjusting, too. I am absolutely, BT. How about Bobby Other? But he explains it. We have very talented guys. The issue is we don't, the issue is we don't play like a team. Maybe recruiting went wrong, or we focused on the wrong kind of pieces. But there's no purpose to this roster. That's a good take, Bobby. Waylon, Mr. Jennings writes in from Beyond the Grave. Not so much better players as far as talent, but how about more teachable players from us next year? Guys who want to be a part of a team. So much agreement with that. I'm not Eric Musselman, though I fantasize sometimes I'm a, I'm a college basketball coach or an NBA coach. Really, who am I kidding? My dreams, I'm dunking on people in the NBA. But that's not the case. 
However, in my limited time as a coach of younger athletes, I can tell you this. It is a lot more fun to coach players who want to be coached than players who don't want to be coached. And even talented players who don't want to be coached can be incredibly frustrating because, yeah, they might perform for you, but it doesn't mean that they're getting along well with you or their teammates. So I think Whalen's point about teachable players is a great one. Finding more teachable players next year. Then there's Cody. This all thinks stinks a locker room drama, Joshua. Get rid of some of the pieces who have not bought in and build around Blocker, who's ever left, and bring in other guys. I mean, I hope Blocker stays. He's obviously got a lot of athletic upside. He's kind of like the eighth guy in the rotation right now. And uh, how about Vanessa? JB, you have stayed away from the drama conversations, but there's clearly more going on than you have revealed on the air. I mean, I don't think I know a lot more than I've revealed. I'm not keeping cards up my sleeve. I don't buy in to a lot of the rumor mill stuff. It doesn't mean there's not discord going on behind the scenes, but uh, hey, great responses, y'all. Facebook.com slash the real NWHAB. Twitter popping off. First few hundred votes are in and really uh, outstanding stuff after just an astonishing what feels like end to the Arkansas Razorback basketball season last night. Hey, spring football starts in a week and Razorback baseball's really good. So we'll focus on those things. Also, I think the post-basketball season is going to be really interesting, almost more interesting than the season as we watch and see what happens with some coaching stuff, Musk's contract extension, the transfer portal, and uh, obviously more. All right, let's break. Hour in the can. We'll come back. About 20 plus minutes to work with. It's the real NWHAB. Thank you so much for putting us on. Appreciate every last one of you hanging out. And we're coming right back after a quick timeout. 